Hey, SoundCloud listeners, this is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by downloading the Radio TFI app. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya! You found the Taxi Stand Hour. Over. On Radio TFI. It is that time again, folks. It is Saturday. It is December 7th. It is in the year 2019, in the year of our Lord. You are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI from Egan, Minnesota, in the Northern Command Studio. I am John Shannon. And out there in, I just about said Brooklyn, (laughs) out there in Queens, New York, it is Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. It is wonderful to be back here where my feet ain't freezing. <laughs> we're going to talk about some weather issues that I've had this week. But but first and foremost, good morning, John. Hey, so we're going to actually do our, a weather channel segment here. Is that the deal? Well, I had a little bit of a, of a situation on, on this past Sunday. And as, as you as you folks may or may not know, there was a big old storm that made its way across the country. And uh, so we were looking at getting pounded by uh, where I've been working, Kingston, New York. The forecast was for 12 to 18 inches of snow. So my plan was to leave here Sunday, get up there early. Excuse me. I wasn't at my hotel wasn't going to be ready till Monday, but I thought, well, what the heck? I'll get the hotel on my own dime. Uh, long story short, because of the storm and the effect it would have on the production, everything was shifted south about 50 miles. Fortunately, I was up there, and they we had to load the trucks up Sunday and get down to where we were going. Well, all this started, all this snow and and a lot of it was a horrible wintry mix. It took me two and a half, three hours to travel 50 miles. Mm. And I was on the New York State Thruway, and it was just nothing but slush all over the road. I kid you not, the only thing that kept me in that right lane, and by the way, the fastest I could go was 35 miles an hour. Ouch. The only thing that kept me in my lane was drifting to the right every now and again so I could feel the rumble strip. Uh, that lets you know you're going off the road. There were no lines. You couldn't see a thing. Twice I had to pull over <laughs> to get the ice off the windshield wipers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now, I fi- I got down to a rest area that, uh, you know, I've been up and back, up and back on that for the past couple months, and I, I knew it was there. So I pulled over. I had a bite to eat. And at that point now, it had just turned into rain where I was. So... It made it a little bit easier to contend with, but boy, oh boy. And then when I got back up to Kingston about three days later, well, John, I showed, I, I sent John a picture of my minivan sitting there with eight or nine <laughs> inches of snow 
on top of it. By the way, it took me half an hour to clear all that snow off. How do you people do this? And I had a shovel and the brush and the whole thing. I picked up, before I went up last week, I went to Home Depot, I got a $10 snow shovel. Just in case. I was glad I had it. Because I was able to get all the snow off the roof. You know how I handle it? You don't. I park my car in a garage. Well, the, the, there you go. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> I, I did not have that option this week, sir. That was not, not a Actually, what happened, fast forward a couple of days, they came, we had some uh, transport vans that were left up, up at the hotel. So they sent some guys up to pick them up. I happened to be out. I had just finished clearing off my car. And uh, so I was helping those guys. But these are high top vans. Uh, mm -hmm. We couldn't get all the snow off the roof, and it's dangerous. I had been going up the throughway, John. I'm sure you've seen it a million times. Snow flying off, little snow bombs, and yeah, we so, call it a rolling blizzard. Right, right. So what we did is we took my truck, which has a, a, a lift gate on it. I pulled it out. I got on top. I, I raised the gate up, and I stood on top, and I got all the snow off the. Uh, the tops of the vans. I used the shovel upside down. It worked a lot better. Yeah. It just pushed yeah, exactly. it. I, I wasn't aware that that was a thing until I just did it out of necessity. And okay, now I'm, now I'm really convinced I need to be back in Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> oh, let's see. Where's the temperature? Of, I, I was going to say, I was going to give you the weather report from Fort Lauderdale. Uh, just because that's what's kind of a guy I am. Yeah. Yeah. You're uh the, this is what I live for, kids. I, I live for this every week to be told. Uh, oh, by the way, it's 73 in Fort Lauderdale right now. It is. Uh, it is 73. It's going to be, uh, it's going to get up as far as 77 by about three in the afternoon with an overnight low of 66. Uh, tomorrow, partly cloudy, 78 degrees with a low of 69. Monday, 80 degrees. Tuesday, 82, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel bad at all as I'm sitting here in a long sleeve shirt and uh, heavy socks. And <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, you know we're gonna—it's beautiful by Minnesota winter standards here. It's uh, getting up to around 40 degrees today, and uh, but after the weekend, we're we're in for it here. We're looking at getting three to six inches of snow, which by Minnesota standards is flurries. Uh, but after that, the bottom drops out and the temperatures we're going to have highs in the single digits and lows reaching around 15 below zero. Yikes. So we're getting, we're getting our first uh, real shot of uh, winter, uh, if you will, here in the up here in God's country and God can have it as far as I'm concerned. Well, just to, fin just to finish off the, uh, the weather report here, uh, Monday Ooh, time out, time out, time out. Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry. I, uh, oh. For those of you listening at home, uh, Granny Annie just entered the room with, with chairman of the board, Baby Oliver, who's not such a baby anymore. Yep, it'll be his second Christmas. There you go. Hi there. Okay, go get, go get Granny. <laughs> Bye, love Bye. you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now everything, I don't care what happens. <laughs> you go. Just to finish up, uh, I'm going to be looking at, uh, actually Tuesday, it's going to be a high of 53 up there in the Catskill Mountains. So Ooh, uh, hey. 
So we're we're gonna we're gonna work out. Pre- it's gonna work out pretty well for us. We're not gonna get. Uh, we we got a lot of lot of trucks to move and a lot of stuff to move. So it won't be as bad. All right. Uh, I will give you one one little warning, just because you're not all that familiar yet with winters. Oh, uh, I, it's I got, been a while. I, no, I got everything I needed in the past week. I got it all, man. Well, you're going to get temperatures up there in the 50s. Watch out for lows that drop below freezing. I we won't be that, up there. We won't be up there that long. Okay, because it's going to say there's nothing worse than that thawed refreeze stuff because that's just hockey rink ice. Yes, yes. Oh, we've we've already been through that up there. We've already been through that. So okay. I'm, uh, what do you what do you say we actually do a show here? Well, 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 <laughs> well we're here. I'm dressed. Yeah, uh, may as well, right? I I, I may oh. as well. And by the way, for those of you listening at home, uh, I'm trying out a new setting for my microphone today. John was a little taken aback by it during our uh, pregame. Uh, I'm trying to go with a little bit more bass here. He's trying to get in touch with his inner Barry White here, folks. Yes, and actually my inner Barry White is trying to get the hell out, baby, baby. (laughs) Oh, 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. If you want to join in, you can do that either by uh, uh, voice, ring our bell, if you will. You can even hear, you know that when you're listening here and you call in, you can actually hear the phone ringing. Yeah, you can. And I'm working on that, too. <laughs> uh, you can also uh, text that same number or you can send us a tweet at Taxi Stand Hour if you would like to join in on that conversation. Uh, I got a... a ton of different topics but let's uh hold on john john oh you forget oh i'm sorry calling from a pay phone go ahead tell you can call collect (laughs) and will we accept the charges we will accept the charges okay we don't like them what a saint you are i swear to good i am i am i get that a lot (laughs) so where do we start well Well, let's go ahead Actually, I don't get that a lot. I get dropped dead, which I I equate to would make me a saint. So, <laughs> what do you do? You have uh, the uh, stock numbers this week? Oh, of course I do. Uh, Uber closed the week at twenty seven dollars and eighty six cents, which is a, a a drop of about a buck and change, almost two bucks from last week. Lyft, however, closed last week at forty nine ninety eight. This week, forty five twenty. They lost. Four and a half, almost five dollars. Down, yep. down, down they go. <laughs> and, and it is. I mean, they have little blips where they pop back up during the day, but then they just sink like a brick ship. Now, what do you have the uh, the uh, violence reports that Uber has been put out this I, week? They put out uh, two different uh, report, or they put out one report where there were uh, three th- more than three thousand sexual assaults on uh, rides in 2018, and um, there was another story put out by uh, NPR here that um, they received nearly six thousand U.S. sexual assault claims in the past two years we're averaging three thousand over the last two years well 
Before we go much deeper into this, and believe you me, I want to go much deeper. I got a couple of tweets here that uh, I really think we need to touch base on. Go for it. First, first things first is our, our, our good friend Soul Cab. He tweeted out, I, 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 he was actually responding to his own tweet, but uh, he said, I hope cabbies will t- take the opportunity to educate people that our info is a public record. They wouldn't listen to us when we warned them, but now that the truth is out, there's no room for lies and denials. Uh, exactly. Also, Leon at uh, L-Y-O-S-H-K-I, I can never pronounce that, Uh he says CNN reported in January that Uber's special investigations units handles 1,200 cases per week. That's more than 60,000 severe incidents per year. That's a 20-fold difference from their safety report. That's a staggering number. And that's the end of the tweet. And he's right. And let's, let's also remember that that doesn't count the, if you'll pardon the, uh, the phrase, the fake Uber drivers. We don't know what's yeah. going on with them. And let's let's also face it, Uber is not producing all of all of these numbers. And and mm-hmm. to sit there and be button button busting proud that according to them it's only 1% of our drivers. That's not an acceptable number. No. One is not an acceptable number. No. One no. One, one single assault is not a, a an acceptable number. So, and then let's and you and you've mentioned this before yourself. That doesn't count the instances where they weren't reported. That is correct. Sure, sure. You got a lot of people are afraid of dealing with people they don't know. Look, let's face it. A lot of cab drivers got a lot of way with a lot of stupid stuff over over the years, mainly because people didn't want to get involved in a whole big tussle. Uh huh. Have have taxi drivers been involved in sexual assault? Absolutely, I'm sure they have. But again, it's also easier to track down a cab driver. He was in cab nine six zero, officer. Bada exactly. bing, bada boom. Where is it that I saw? Now you know what it, it, this. Now I I saw this actually on the on the TV series uh, Shameless. Uh, there was an Uber. It was actually a kind of a funny bit. Um, apparently um, two of the characters were taking an Uber to uh, a major uh, tourist point or whatever in uh, Chicago. And uh, they pulled up in front of a, a taxi stand and, you know, the drivers start getting out of the cab drivers start getting out of their car, walking towards the Uber. The Uber driver reaches in his glove box and takes a gun. Mm. All of a sudden the cab drivers go in and reach out and pick, uh, take out their semi-automatics and their assault <laughs> rifles. <laughs> Not that we would ever do that in real life, mind you. No, let, let's. But <laughs> good show, by the way. Not to get too far off the rails here, but shameless. Uh, I love the show. I, I really do. That's one of those that I look forward to every week. Or if I don't get to see it, I do a bunch of binge watching. So, Emmy Rossum. Oh. That's all I got to say. She's not on that show anymore. I know, but I didn't watch it anyway, so. Oh, okay. I watched yeah. one episode. I saw one episode, and at the beginning uh-huh. of the episode, I don't know what was going on in the story. All I know is I enjoyed this piece of video to no end. She's kind of walking along, and she's in different outfits, and then she was in this little sexy sailor outfit. 
And I have always thought she's just too much to begin with. And oh uh, yeah. And I thought to myself, I can't watch this show because they'll <laughs> they'll never do that again, and I'll be highly disappointed. Uh, well, trust me, they did plenty of that over the course of uh, uh, nine seasons when she was in the show. But moving off track or back onto the track. Oh, speaking of tracks, by the way, uh, this is kind of cool. Wait a uh, second. Wait a second. wait a second. Are we done talking about Uber and uh, no? I, I, this this is slightly slightly related, but I slightly. just figured we were talking about tracks, and I, I wanted to tell you that Kansas City, Missouri's uh, transit system is now free. Is it so, is it now or they're about to? Uh, it becomes the, according to the headline, it becomes the first major U.S. city to make public transit free. Because I read the story a little uh-huh. while ago, and it caught my eye because I know somebody from Kansas City. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And that's all. You know okay. somebody from Kansas. Are you talking about me? That'd be the one, Pookie. That would be the one. Oh, 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 Okay. Uh, well, anyways, I, I apologize here. I kind of, uh, it just, uh, the story was staring me in the face and he, he talked about getting on the, or back on the tracks or whatever. So forgive me. Oh, what do we got left here for? We have plenty of stuff here on Uber. We could do a whole hour on it this week. No, what, what do you got? Uh, Uh, Dig deep. Oh, I'm digging. I'm digging. Uh, there's actually, we were talking about Uber stock earlier here, and there is um, uh, from Uber, or excuse me, from Yahoo Finance, uh, there is a speculation that uh, Uber could actually drop even f- uh, further than it is. You know, so that isn't just Ed and I uh, uh, pontificating on this. Uh, most people who get paid to, uh, uh, think about this and analyze the numbers and whatnot uh here let, let me let me read this and trust me i i have read it before so i'll read it again oh, hold on dis- hold on kids and kittens john's gonna read <clears throat> so you think the Wayback machine needed fixing <laughs> man oh we got to talk about that too but we'll talk about that mm. in the next hour that'll right it's been a bitty excuse me uh been a pretty dismal first a year as publicly traded company from Uber Technologies. Oh my God! <laughs> you know, I was all set. I was all set. Really, I was. I was you can, all set to read it. You can let do me, it. Me, you can do it. Yes. Oh, it's been a pretty dismal first year as publicly traded company Uber Technology. For that's why it's not. That's why I tripped on. I got to show you this. It literally reads, it's been a pretty dismal first year as a publicly traded company from Uber Technologies Incorporated. That's what it says. Okay. It's kind of four. Yeah, so I was reading it properly. It just wasn't written properly. But, Damn but you, know, you. You're, you're you know fired. Would, you know what would have helped you in that situation? What's that? Reading it before you came on the air. Well, you know, hey, I, that goes more to memory than anything else. I wouldn't have remembered it even if I did. Okay. 
Okay. The stock has been a, has uh, been on a choppy path downward ever since it hit a record high of $47.08 in June. In the past few months, the stock's 60-day moving average and a disappointing third quarter earnings report in early November had Uber bottoming out at an all-time low of $25.58. While security was able to briefly rally back into the $30 region, the air, this area, coupled with the stock's 40-day moving average, have created a stiff ceiling on the charts. So in other words, what this story I think is saying is, is that it's reached its plateau at the $30 range and now is just gently ticking further downhill. If I read this, if I'm reading into this correctly, again, well, I know, know absolutely zero when it comes to the stock market. Well, remember, its plateau would be its highest point. <clears throat> its, highest point its highest point was the day the stock went public. Right. It will never reach its plateau. Oh, no. Well, yeah, you got a point, I guess. So, yeah, they, they just, I don't know how people, if, you, if, if you're going out tomorrow and you're going to bet on the stock market and you bet on the fact that, you know, Uber or Uber has all these rides, you get, it's, it's so popular, blah, 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 blah. By the way, at least from what I'm noticing here in the Twin Cities, its popularity is also beginning to slip just a little bit. Right. That shiny that shiny penny ain't quite so shiny anymore. Uh but if you're if you're investing on a perceived popularity, you're a fool. Because oh, this course. stock is going nowhere but down. Nowhere well, but down. Well, let's you've got people out there that, that play the stock market and you know, like our like our friend Dylan. I think he mm -hmm. explained it to me once that it goes something like this. You look for stocks like this. You buy them at a particular point. You hope they go up a little. You're not looking to make a, 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 a killing on this, but you make some money. It's down where it's going to be. But you're betting on little little peaks and valleys. And then you get out of it while you can, and then you, you get out get of it. Exactly. Yeah. You, you go in and out when you think, you know, it's like it's like going out on rough seas, you know. So this isn't a long-term investment by any no, stretch of the not, Apparently not by anybody who knows these things. Now, again, I could be wrong. I'm no stock expert. Uh, I barely, I can barely handle socks, let alone stocks. Stocks. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. I like it. Yeah, very right good. Up, right off the top of the old noggin. Yeah. That's where the best stuff generally comes from anyways. If you have to think about it and whatnot, you're screwed. Moving on. We'll, we'll applaud my uh, my wit later. Okay. Yes, uh, that we will. Yes, we will. So up in uh, up in Canada there, up in Toronto. It, uh, by the way, I, I and I, I didn't uh, I didn't go into depth into this, but I'm our, our friend uh, Christine up there at Beck Taxi, uh, they're running into a little bit of issue with the uh, regulatory board up there, apparently, when it comes to renewing their license. And uh, I'd like to get in, I'd like to look more into that, but um, uh, I can't help but think that maybe that's a little bit of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, payback 
a retribution for all the all the uh, uh, quote unquote trouble that uh, Christine has caused for them. Basically, uh, basically trying to wipe the crap off of their faces over Uber and over the deregulation of the industry in, in general. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, from what from what I've read, okay, the uh, city council up there in, in Toronto, Canada, they have just gone hog wild crazy with, with these regulations and, and they're doing stupid stuff. Christine just posted something yesterday, I believe. One, one of her drivers is being fined over over a, a decal or something that he didn't have but in the letter he got it clearly states there's no vehicle there's no vehicle for this to be on but they're still going to fine him for it it's they're going crazy up there yeah. I, I mean thank goodness look if, if you find yourself in toronto hail a beck taxi because look we we love christine around here we we make no secret of that but that's a company that's doing it right at their own expense at their own expense they're doing it right they make sure everybody's Mm -hmm. covered they have make sure their drivers are trained to the best of their ability you know they provide them the tools to succeed and they're with their drivers they're not fighting against their drivers like other companies have done all throughout this great land of ours even canada exactly Mm. So apparently, though, um, on top of that, Uber and Lyft were uh, uh, posting, this is a headline here from uh, blogtoe.com, Uber and Lyft post ridiculous prices as a fire shuts down the TTC subway line. So, and it's the same game they play, you know, during, or the same game they played back in uh, London. It may probably one of the reasons why uh, they won't get there. I mean, it's already been denied, but the the, uh, the appeal process in London for them losing their license to uh, operate out there. Yeah, you know, they uh, during the uh, London Bridge attack, uh, they jacked their uh, jacked their prices too. Uh, and some people are calling it free enterprise. You know, I'm sorry, people. When it comes to commuting, it. Um, yeah, maybe the bus line raises its uh, prices by 50 cents during rush hour or something to that effect. But, you know, that's the bus. You know, Uber and Lyft are nothing more than than high-tech gypsy cabs. Look, there's, and- there's, the, norm, there's the normal course of business. You expect, uh-huh. to, pay, you expect to pay more to travel... Here's a for during instance, peak I, hours, yeah. During peak times, I I've been looking at airline prices, uh, and around certain times it's more expensive than others. Certain days, certain weeks, mm-hmm. and you expect that. That being said, if if the planet if there is massive massive natural disasters, the right now it's just to get people out of the area. You don't worry about, you don't worry about getting paid. Period. Let you know you've got a situation there where people need to move, and uh, you, you look they, this company, and they'll sit there and go, "Oh, our algorithm saw the increase in demand, and blah 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 blah." You know what? 
And this is the problem with having a computer run your company. Tapping out. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Now here, I don't know where these, uh, where these towns are, or these, uh, I'm assuming they're Toronto suburbs, but I'm reading in this that if a quote of nearly $90 for one regular Uber X ride from Bloor to Jane, now I'd, I'd have to do the research to find out how far, uh, how far apart these, uh, two, uh, communities are, but $90, you can go. Do you know how far you can travel in a taxi for ninety dollars? Uh, that's you, that's, so, that's that's not a good argument because rates are different wherever you go. I heard this for years. You know, and this is in, in South Florida. How much you get to the airport? Twenty five dollars. Oh, in New York, I can get to the airport for ten. You're not in New York. Different rates, different situations, different geography. Well, but, but the thing is, is, what I'm trying to say is, is that you could travel, you know, here here in the Twin Cities, you could travel in a taxi for, you know, jeez, uh, 30, yeah, more than about 35 miles for that. Right. For that $90. Right. No, I'm, I agree with feeling, I'm getting a feeling that Bloor and Jane aren't nearly that far apart. Probably just not. To, just, in, you know, so here's the problem is when, when Uber and Lyft come out and describe that they're a much better experience, a riding experience than taxis. And then you get quotes like this, um, that it blows that whole, uh, that, that whole argument out of the water, I believe at least. So, but, um, I don't know. It's, it's the cute, I keep saying it's the cute little puppy that everybody loved when, uh, they, uh, when they first came out and they're starting to crap on the carpet a little bit more, a little bit more. That crap is getting a little bit messier as you go. Uh, you know, I, uh, I just don't understand it. Uh, I had, I, I, I picked up a passenger, uh, what was it, a couple days ago. I picked up a passenger going to the airport, and we had the discussion about uh, about Uber. And you could tell he was he was uh, spot on. He liked Uber. His wife, apparently, not so much. So the wife won. The, the taxi driver got the ride. Um, what I didn't tell him was is the fact that, uh, of all the other thing, it was the wife, the husband, two kids, and three rather large suitcases. Um, you couldn't have ridden. You couldn't have done that in an Uber X. You would have uh, needed an Uber XL. What nobody seems to remember is that in 99% of the cases... Uber XL is just as much, if not more, than a taxi, than a taxi van. And we provide the the vans at no extra charge. As a matter of fact, uh, I'd say at least now 70% of our vehicles on the road with our company, at least our vans, Dodge Grand Caravans to be exact. By the way, 
Go ahead, Ed. I'm sorry. Uh, by the way, uh, best I can figure that ride you're referring to is approximately uh, a 50 kilometer ride. It is. Well, how much is 50 kilometers? 50 kilometers? Come on. You can't do that simple math? Simple math? Here's my simple math. It's 30 okay, miles. Google. It's 30 miles. <laughs> 30 miles. So, okay. Well, then there you go. Well, there you go. That's about that. That's about the same as cab fare, I guess. I mean, yeah. there you oh, go. Speaking of fares and Uber, I, I caught a glimpse of a story the other day that Uber is about to raise the prices on Uber Pool. Making it, oh, making it less relevant than it ever was. So now it will be more expensive than getting a regular X ride to ride what is essentially the mini bus. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That's Uber, baby. That's yeah, Uber. there you go. That's Uber. And uh, yeah, listen, I, I I apologize if uh, you know with that uh, with that story about uh but i i just don't understand it if you are taking a 30 mile ride you know i i don't know i just think that that 90 dollars um I, I don't know I, I i don't think that that is all that unreasonable is it something that uh, is it something that i would do on a regular basis absolutely not you know but again you, you have to look at all right, if we want to talk about taking $90 rides, I mean, I used to have a, a plethora or a plethora of customers who took rides like that. But uh -huh. they were all business travelers. They could for expense the it. For the most part, they were expensing it. Oh, don't get me wrong. Every now and again, uh, they would do it for personal reasons. And, you know, they'd call me because, hey, what the heck. Uh, but on a regular basis, no. No, I mean, I've taken those kind of rides and, you know, it's, it is a sting to the pocketbook regardless. And especially if you're paying for it yourself. Mm -hmm. But you have to also understand that for that ride, I mean, the, the normal layman doesn't understand the costs that go into providing that 30 mile ride. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Gasoline. Uh, you know, the maintenance on the car, the maintenance, uh, people don't realize. Um, I've been lucky with my car, uh, but maintenance, you know, I'm getting to the point now where I actually had to pay $47 for an oil change because I refused to, I refused to take time off out of my week, uh, uh, my work during the week to, uh, stop and get an oil change. So I, I had to go to a place that, uh, and on short notice, that uh, charged me $47. And I recommend it to you right from the start. You get a regular mechanic who handles all that stuff for you. Because I did. And? I did. Yeah, well, unfortunately, he stopped working on weekends. Oh, well, then that's your problem. <laughs> you, you, you have to do a regular schedule of servicing this way your mechanic while he's changing the oil he can be up there checking the brakes and all that that's what my guy used to do well that's you know. that's what i was having uh, matter of fact i think it was your suggestion or the fact that i've been doing this for 36 years myself 
<laughs> that made me uh, that I do that. And that, but like I said, I had was, short was, notice. It was my suggestion. Okay, By the way, well, how, 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 how did you have short notice? I don't understand this. He called me two weeks before the appointment was uh, uh, was uh, due, and told me that he no longer works weekends. Okay, so yes, I had two weeks, but unfortunately, that just didn't provide me enough time to search and find somebody. Now, I that process has since now been resolved, but at the time, I just didn't have the time to do it. You couldn't have done it during the week. You got to realize that in my what I do. Uh, first off, I've I've now been I to- told you this. I'm now the company's lead trainer. So right. just about every day, just about every day, I have a, a uh, newbie in the passenger seat next to me, and I am teaching him the ropes. Doing, huh? I wouldn't ride with you. Well, that's that's you. It is me. It's very much me. <laughs> But uh, I know, seriously, I just did not have the time right. to try to resolve that. Uh, well, well, we appreciate the fact that you find time for us here every Saturday, Professor Well, Shannon. you should, and that, that should, uh, I, I'm waiting to see it in the paycheck. Where do you see the ass kissing in, during the break? The uh, well, the hey, I'm prepared. Me too. I am prepared for it. <laughs> oh, hey. Uh, yeah. Did you say, uh, I, did you see this though? I, I forget I if, you, if you sent this to me or not, but uh, oh, apparently uh, in a uh, <laughs> this is funny, and of course I don't, uh, I don't, I read it once, just like I said, but I don't remember where this was. But apparently, I think it was out east here somewhere. But uh, apparently, an Uber driver in the U.S. Uh, tweeted a photo of the company's offices. There it is in Rhode Island, yes, showing two yes. bathrooms side by side, classified not as male or female, but partner and employee. That picture was circulating all last week, and I mean, I saw that all over social media, all over social media. And I, 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 the, the uh, green light hub, as they're called, that's where it was. Is where drivers uh-huh. go, where drivers go to be ignored in person by people that don't care. <laughs> mm. uh. Thank you for that. I was drinking a cup of coffee, and uh, now I have to wipe down my oh, keyboard. Oh, good! I got the spit take. Excellent. That was a bonus. That was just a bonus. Yeah. So one article I read, the the uh, the managers or whoever Uber said, oh, well, we're, we're using the one as storage, which made no sense to me whatsoever. Let's face it. You hate your drivers. Okay. We've known that from day one. You hate, well, not from day one. At day one, it was a love fest. Passengers pay a little bit of money. We pay you a lot of money. That has since turned around as was expected. But I mean, you talk about being caught with your pants down, literally, literally. Were you trying for a second time there or what? I was. I was. The, the timing wasn't quite what it could be. But, I mean, we haven't seen anything like this. Let's face it. You know, gender separation is one thing. You know, men's room, ladies' room. Mainly because men are pigs. And every woman who's ever had a, 
Every woman who's had to use a men's room will tell you that same thing. Men are pigs. We're animals. But that aside, we don't we don't label things like that anymore. Not since water fountains were, you know, or you know, coloreds here and you know, whites yeah. only. We kind of got past all that. Well, not see. This is just another thing that Uber's trying to drag back from the past. Just like no regulations for taxis and people working for pennies uh, per hour. Let's bring back segregation based on class. It's the caste system. Mm -hmm. It's India. Now I get it. Their call centers are in India. This is the caste. C-A-S-T-E. The caste system. No. <laughs> I've, I've, actually, I've actually spoken to Sam about this. We're, we're not going to have him call in. Not at all, but. <laughs> oh, thank God. Yeah, it wouldn't bother me if he wasn't even listening, at least live. You don't want to know. You don't want to. Yeah, know. exactly. Oh, but you know, I, I, I don't want to speculate on this, but I can, I can tell you what we're, what we deal with up here in, in the Twin Cities, and I wouldn't be surprised if they have the same situation going in other places. One of the, uh, one of the habits, I, I shouldn't even say a habit, but one of the problems with going to a restroom uh, that uh, even cab drivers uh, uh, will or will frequent, I guess, is that you go in the room. First off, you find a uh, plastic water bottle sitting on the floor and the floor is usually soaking wet. And I'm not pleased. I'm not Muslim bashing or anything like that. But in many cases, what happens is, is before they uh, go into their prayer ritual, it is their duty, according to the Quran, to wash their feet and wash their junk. And where else do you do that but a restroom? And unfortunately, it makes a freaking mess. Like I said, it, uh, I feel sorry for these folks that have to resort to cleansing themselves for prayer to go into the same room where I sit and get rid of, uh, you know, last night's bowl of chili. We, we, but, we understand uh, how a restroom works, John. We don't need that. <laughs> well, I just thought I'd explain, you know, no, hey, no, but thank you. We, we want we, to be thorough here. <laughs> our, our listeners have their issues, but understanding how a bathroom works is not one of them. <laughs> You're sure of that now? I, look, they have an issue if they're listening to us. Let's, let's be honest. Well, there, there you go. Oh, so enough with the poo-poo here. Let's move on. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I, I want to shift now into something we've never done here before. Uh -oh. No, 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 no. Not making sense. No, no, no. We're not going to do that. <laughs> but I've, when I started on this job, I was looking at lots of just weekly getting up and back a two-hour drive each way. So, uh, because I'm on Amazon Prime, I also get Audible. So, I started, I've listened to two complete books now. One of them was uh, was the Ronan Farrow book uh, about basically sexual assault, Harvey Weinstein. And it reminded me of that because Weinstein got, there's a video of him coming out of a court looking all frail and limping and blah, he's putting on an act. Rapist son of a bitch. But And I'll talk about that some other time. But what I just finished the other day listening to was uh, a warning by Anonymous. 
This is the person that is purportedly a senior Trump White House official. They did an op-ed piece in the Washington Post, or was it the New York Times, regardless, a year or so ago. And now they've written a book. And the person, well, the narrator, the narrator on the book is a man. He's a very calm, neutral, very voice. But, uh, and I'm going to use the pronoun he. I don't know that it's a male or a female writing a book, but I'm going to use the pronoun he just because it's easier for me. So anyway, Anonymous addresses all the issues you might want to address as to, hey, man, you're, uh, you're saying all these things and, and we don't know who you are. He says he's going to make, make himself known prior to the election next year, uh, for starters, just on that point. But he gets deep into a lot of stuff and provides history. And I, let's face this, there, there's just some horror stories coming out of that White House. And some of it are things that we're familiar with. Some of it you get a little bit more background uh, to no one's surprise. The, this book paints Trump as a as an idiotic madman, with a temper with a temper fuse the the length of uh, shorter than his his mushroom headed pee pee. Uh, but it's a very interesting read, if you will. Uh, you don't have to believe what what this person says. It. You know, the anecdotes are the anecdotes. They're, they're fun to listen to, blah, blah, blah. But it's the comparisons and the, and, and, and the oh, what's the word I'm looking for? The uh, reverberations. Uh, that's not even the word I'm looking for. The consequences, the ripple effects of Trump being an idiot. Just as an aside, we saw this video the other day of uh, Trudeau, Macron, and Boris Johnson basically calling Trump an idiot. Uh, standing, they didn't realize they were being recorded and all that. Here's three world leaders, supposedly three friends of the U.S. And this is how they view... I don't really believe any of the, the world leaders view the U.S., uh, the citizens, as the morons. And Anonymous delves into this. But the main point this book gets to is what this man is doing to the office of the presidency. Look, there's good presidents, there are bad presidents, et cetera, et cetera. But they get, this is the central point. And this is what I've felt since Trump showed up for all this. It's the office of the presidency. It's, this is what he's harming more than anything else. It's our reputation. It's, you know, we have a long way to rebuild after this. Whether you're a Trump supporter or not, I think this is a very interesting read. You take, you read it with that grain of salt that you should read it by somebody who hasn't identified themselves. And again, the author goes into that in in, in pretty good detail. That aside, I, I think it, it it gives it provides a very very interesting look at where we are, where we're possibly going with all this. And again, it's a look from the inside. Very interesting. A warning by anonymous. It's I I'm I recommend it. It's it's not a mystery thriller or anything like that. You're not going to be tapping your toes at the songs, but it's a very interesting read or listen. 
I, I highly recommend it. It's happening out. So what did you say? This is, uh, what is it pro, uh, that you're listening to? Uh, oh, it's an audio book. It, the book, name no, of the book. The name of the book is. No, oh, Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I, the, uh, the service you're listening to it on. Audible. Audible. Okay. You say yes. that comes with uh, with Amazon Prime, or I believe I believe it did. Anyway, it, that that's neither here nor there. I'd rather talk about the the book. No, I understand, but I'm thinking about how I'm going to get be able to, you know, listen to it myself. I you was can doing actually, that for research purposes. You can actually buy the book and read it. Read. Mm, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Read. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I talking to? I I I stand corrected. I stand corrected. Oh my goodness! But it really, really is. It's. Uh, I, I I you look again. My and our little. We love to make fun of this guy. <laughs> the video that I had. Uh, that I I'm having audio problems here today, kids and kittens. You may have seen this on the news. Trump talking about. Uh, people flushing the toilet 10, 15 times every time they go to the bathroom. And he's now he's got the EPA looking into it and blah, blah. Oh, God. God, he's a moron. Hold on here. Just hold on a hot second. Well, I'll give you two hot seconds because... As opposed to once. People are flushing toilets 10 times, 15 times, as opposed to once. They end up using more water. So EPA is looking at that very strongly at my suggestion. Uh, yeah, there you go. That's our president, ladies and gentlemen. It's still playing, by the way, John. I know. I'm sitting here trying to do four things at once, and that was was not one of them. One by the way, seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. Well, you know why? You know why Trump is so familiar with the whole functions of a toilet? Boy, we really went back into that circle again. Boy, didn't we? did we? We came right back around to it. Yes, we did. Well, you know, the man is so full of crap that he's very familiar with uh, the functionings of a toilet. And chances are he's probably the one that's doing flushing the toilet 10 times. (laughs) I'll bet you, and I'm taking a shot in the dark here. This is with no other information. I will bet you that his toilet in the residence at the White House is broke or something and he's got to jiggle it. You know, I'm sure they got right on it once he told them. You know, it's the White House, for God's sake. But he probably has stood there flushing, flushing, flushing. And now he believes everyone is doing that. Oh, I wouldn't doubt that at all. So here's one where uh, apparently uh, the uh, first, uh, by the way, uh, going back to the uh, going back to the whole thing, apparently um, Trump picked up his toys and left. He was supposed to attend a uh, a uh, press conference with all the uh, with all the NATO leaders, and apparently he, because he thought he was being made fun of or whatever, his little his little feelings were hurt, so he decided to uh, skip a uh, press conference. So yeah, but there's he, your uh, there there's our American president. Yep, we're so proud that he represents this country because yeah, this but- man has. This man has thinner skin than I do, and I mean literally, because on my left hand, if I as much as scratch myself too hard, I bleed. So yeah, this man has 
this man has such thin skin. His ego is bruised uh, so easily. And I, this, well, you can't have that type of a person as your president. Yet, you know, it seems like he has no problem with, you know, the whole uh, crooked Hillary and Sleepy Joe and uh, all these different, uh, all these insults that he swings out at uh, other people, but yet he can't take it himself, you know? But he was right this time. They were making fun of him. <laughs> well, yeah, there's always that. <laughs> um, I do want to touch on something else here on the Trumpster, if, if you will. And uh, apparently Mel- Melania has jumped into the fray as far as... Um, I'll, I'll attempt the whole reading thing because this actually looks like it's well written. First Lady Melania Trump slammed a witness in the uh, White House. Uh, excuse me, Jesus, never mind. <laughs> May I? Basically, May that, I? Basically, what, what yeah, I, let me let me muddle through this. Okay, all right. Then. Let me. Okay, so apparently, what this is a House Judiciary Committee impeachment hearing. And there was somebody in here, the witness's name was Pamela Carlin, uh, who later apologized for basically uh, bringing up uh, or had a quip that involved uh, uh, young Baron Trump, who, believe it, isn't so young anymore. He's 13 now. Uh, Melania says a a minor child deserves privacy and should be kept out of politics. Uh, The first lady said, uh, Pamela Carlin, you should be ashamed of yourself and uh, using this very angry and obsolete, obsolete biased, biased public pandering using a child to do it. Um, and again, I apologize for my reading quality. It seems to get worse and worse every week. <sighs> I will see counseling for that one of these days. Um, she's right. She's right about that. We got to you got to keep kids out of this. Unfortunately, uh, while uh, while nobody technically in politics uh, attacked uh, uh, the Obama children, Fox News sure had its uh, field day with the uh, with the Obama children. And uh, so, while she's right, we need to keep kids out of this. We also have to remember that. People aren't all that nice anymore, Melania. You know, the precedent has been set. And by the way, what was said was not anywhere near what her husband has said about other people's children, minor children. It was a, it was a mild joke. It had not, very little to do with the child himself who I feel for having to grow up with that nitwit. But mm-hmm. anyway, it's not as bad as, of course, everybody, look, it's, she's got, she really should just go back to keeping her mouth shut. Be best. Be best yeah. if you keep your mouth shut, Melania. Okay, look, you show up, you, you show up for the big events and, and that's it. God only knows where you are the rest of the time, but you're certainly not living with him. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Ed. Don't mess with me. 
Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. What? Oh, I just I... was just just saying. Okay, <laughs> I I thought you were going to go somewhere else with that. I... No, no. Um, I wanted to get this in before the top of the hour, uh, and uh, that was uh, Nat's boy. She was on fire, uh, yeah. telling uh, uh, apparently somebody. She was having a press conference uh, one as she was walking off the. Uh, uh, she was walking away. Apparently, one of the uh, one of the reporters asked. And I'm paraphrasing, are you doing this because you hate the, I think he said hate the man, referring to Trump, obviously. The key word was that he used the word hate. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I don't I don't know that I even necessarily buy the fact that she prays for him. I think she's praying for his demise, but, uh, but so am I. So, you know, there's always that. But uh, she got she got kind of feisty there. Don't well, right. She came, she came back to the podium and went on about her being Catholic and I don't hate anybody and blah, blah, blah. And, and look, the guy was from uh, a station owned by a, a syndicate called Sinclair Media who have their own issues. Uh, and they're big Trump supporters. But this is where it is now. And again, if you watch the judiciary hearings or listen to them for a little while, it, the Republicans are now attacking the process. They're they're attacking everything, you know, and they keep, oh, there's no facts here. There's, oh, God, I wish we had talked about the judiciary. There, there's one I, I, I want to touch base quickly, quickly on uh, one of the witnesses the other day, uh, Professor Feldman was his name. Uh, the Republicans were trying to state that, well, they didn't actually follow through with the bribe so that it's not a, that means it's not a bribe. And, and he explained it to even where they couldn't get around it anymore. But essentially the argument back is an attempted bribe is still against the law. Attempted mm -hmm. murder is still against the law. You don't have to uh, follow through and complete the act for it to be a crime. And this is the other thing that Republicans have gotten down to now. Well, he didn't actually do it. Yeah, but he would have. And uh, 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 uh. <sighs> oh, goodness, goodness, goodness. What do we what else do we have? Do we have time for anything? Uh, anything else here at all? How's, how are you doing, John? Oh, I'm doing, actually, I'm not doing very well at all, to tell you the truth. <laughs> if, oh, here, here we go. Here's one that'll uh You don't have get time. You. you don't have time. I don't, do I? I may still have to bring this up. Um, but uh, let, let me tickle your palate here just a little Please bit. Please do. George Zimmerman, you remember him, right? Sure. He launched a $100 million lawsuit on Wednesday against uh, Trayvon Martin's family. Stick around for hour two, kids, when John and I talk about our records for last week. <sighs> you went against the Dolphins. See you on the other side, kids.
TFI. You found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio TFI. Yeah, well, you know what? If you feel good about supporting a three and nine team, well, there you go. Oh, no. Ed, Ed can't wait for that segment. No, he can't. I have, I, I haven't seen him that happy since. I don't know if I've ever seen him that you, happy. You've today. never seen him this happy. <laughs> Never. Oh, by the way, welcome back to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. From the Egan Northern Command Studio, I'm John Shannon. And somewhere halfway between Miami and New York City, (laughs) Mr. Ed Van Ness. I don't know if I want to tell you good morning again. To hell with you. I was (laughs) My, 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 my. How, <laughs> you know, he hits one speed bump all season long. And he's taking it so poorly. Maybe because I'm such a bad winner, but, you know, I don't think that's really it. Let's see. Should I, should I quote you here? I hate you. I hate not, you. It's, it's not the same coming from you. It's just not the same. It's because it I doesn't sound as natural, does it? Nope. Because <laughs> you're not a hateful person by nature. Me, I'm a miserable SOB. So when I say, I hate you, it means something. He doesn't know me very well, do he? (laughs) From the 99.44% pure floor of the command center. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh goodness, goodness, goodness. By the goodness. way, by the way, I am allergic to ivory soap. Are you really? I really am. I don't know how. It's ninety nine and forty four percent pure. And yet, I don't know. I heard. I heard somebody back there in Fort Lauderdale tell me that uh, he, he, you're allergic to soap in general. But th that's another oh, story. Oh, <laughs> oh, that one. Man, that that went places that we uh, we normally don't go. Oh, that's unfortunate, John. Oh, you know you can sit I here thaw. and. I thought we. That's just creepy <laughs> in any number of ways. Oh well, if you want to join in on the hilarity here, that the hilarity portion of the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI, 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. Seems like the only thing I can really do with any semi-consistency on this show anymore. <laughs> you can't even consistently say consistently. That's very true. <laughs> oh, so what do you say here? Shall we well, did dig you into have, this barrel of monkeys? Didn't you have something else you wanted to touch on? Well, yeah, just briefly, because this is supposed to be kind of the fun part of oh. of this show. So I'll just touch on this briefly here. Uh, yeah, George Zimmerman, that uh, son of a bitch. Uh, the neighborhood uh, watch volunteer uh, cleared, cleared of murdering an unarmed black teenager in one of Florida's most high-profile criminal cases, launched a $100 million lawsuit on Wednesday against the dead boy's family, their lawyer and their prosecutors. Zimmerman shot, if you don't remember this, Zimmerman shot and killed Trayvon Martin, a 17-year-old young man following a nighttime altercation between the two at his gated community in Samford, Florida on February of 2012. He was acquitted of second-degree murder in a closely watched trial that triggered national debate over racial injustice, civil rights, and gun violence. So yeah, now this, uh, and all all Zimmerman's trying to do is trying to, uh, I can't believe for a minute that he's going to be awarded a penny in this lawsuit, but um, he just wants to get his name. He, he's he's a, kind of a media a hog, I guess, if you will. And, uh, I, 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 he, I, this, this one disgusts me. I'm sorry. You know what? You killed somebody. Be happy that your ass isn't sitting in, uh, sitting in the pokey somewhere, uh, getting a little taste of prison justice. So, uh, there's always that, I guess, but, uh, all right. This is supposed to be the fun part of the show, so let's cleanse our palate somewhat here and uh, move on, as you say. Okay. Yeah. No, I that I saw that story, and you know what? Sometimes it takes me a little bit of time to get ticked off over stuff. You know, I have to generate a little rage sometimes every once in a while. I saw that, and I, oh, man, I was ready to march down to wherever that son of a bitch is and... Uh, Let's just settle this once and for all type thing. That doesn't sound like we're moving on. I'm trying. I'm trying. Help me here. Wrong button. 
Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting installment of Professor Shannon's Wayback Machine, a look ahead to what's happened in the past. Here's your host, Professor John Shannon. All right, let's let's get into this here now. Remember, wait, wait a second, yeah. wait a second. Okay, we're, we're happy to see the Wayback Machine has been repaired. There was an announcement during the repaired? week. There was an announcement during the week that there were problems with the Wayback Machine. Uh huh. Well, all that's holding this damn thing together right now is bailing wire and bubble gum. So uh... we're good with that. <laughs> All right. Well, it's kind of how we do this show as it is. So pretty much. Why should, <laughs> why should this be any different? All right. Ain't, ain't no reason what, why. Uh, why again? Or what's the purpose of doing this particular segment? Tell me once again. A look ahead to the past. <laughs> Say it, John. A hey. look ahead into the past. Uh, at least you didn't stumble over it. I'll take that. Well, you got to walk before you can run. <sighs> okay. So now we've we've undergone some changes in to the Wayback Machine. Uh, you know, I, I love doing this segment, but just sometimes it's it's more of a labor than love. But uh, no, I'm busy this week. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I was just being told I was number one, folks. So, <laughs> oh, anyways, let's go on with this here. Okay, so unfortunately, we start this again with the death. Only because and, you want yeah. to. Well, I don't want to, but I'm doing it in some form of chronological order. Why? So, 13, because, because. Okay. That's just the way the machine is programmed. Oh, okay. Okay, now I understand. Okay, there you go. So 13 years ago, on 13 December, we actually lost quite the pioneer here as we talk about our football picks and what have you. Uh, Lamar Hunt, ah. uh, American, yeah, American businessman who co-founded the American Football League uh, and also World Championship Tennis, believe it or not. Uh, he yes. passed away on 13 December, 13 of, years ago. Matter of fact, the AFC Championship trophy is named after him. Right, exactly. Uh, 14 years ago on 10 December, we lost Richard Pryor. Really starting out with death here. Boy, really? Uh, yeah. Let, let's lighten things up here. 30 Please. years ago on 13 December, Taylor Swift was born. Shake it off, man. Shake it off. I'm trying. Uh, uh, 39 years ago on uh, 8 December, former Beatle John Lennon was murdered by Mark David Chapman in did we front not of talk about, in New York City. No. Did we talk about that last week? I don't think so. 9 December? I was talking to somebody about it this week. Huh. Hmm. Uh, 52 years ago, Jamie Foxx was born on 13 December. We lost Otis Redding, 
Man, sitting at that. 52 years ago. Can you believe that? How many years? 52 years ago. God. Sitting we lost the back of the Redding, yes. Yeah, 10 December he passed. Oh, let's see. 54 years ago, a Charlie Brown Christmas. First in a series of Peanuts television specials debut, debuts on CBS. Your uh, 58, uh, 58 years ago, ago, your girlfriend Ann Coulter was born. <laughs> Can I tell you an Ann Coulter story? Yeah. I don't have one. Oh, I'm okay, just, wa- well. just wondering if I could. If you could. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now this one I have a hard time believing. 60 years ago on 9 December, Sandra Bullock. Or, oh, my God. Never mind. Scratch that. There's still flaws. I was thinking of Sandra Bullock. Actually, the English soprano Susan Bullock. Well, I'm sure people are very interested in Susan Bullock. There's the Bullock family, for one. There's the English English opera audience. We have a strong demographic. English opera fans. Here's another one I find uh, hard to believe. Uh... 66 years ago on 8 December Kim Basinger was born really yeah she's older she's older than me huh yeah. 67 years ago on uh, 10 December Susan Day was born God I had such a crush on her mm-hmm you and me both braces and all. 70 years ago, on 14 December, Bill Buckner. You remember Bill Buckner, right? Oh, do I ever. I was watching that 86 World Series. Oh, my God. First off, Buckner had no business being in that game. He could barely walk, let alone run. He was a hobbled mess. That was... was, When the baseball split the wickets, if you will. Yeah, anyways... Uh, and, 70 years old. Hold, hold on, John. And as a side note, as a side note, who names their kid Mookie? Mookie. <laughs> that's got to be a that's got to be a nickname. Anyway, keep going. Oh, anyway, okay. We'll skip this one. We'll skip this one. Uh, 76 years ago, on 8 December, Jim Morrison was born he passed away in 71 yes he did uh 78 years ago bo bridges was born on 9 december is he that old oh my goodness Mm -hmm. 78 years ago world war ii u.s president franklin delano roosevelt can declares december 7th as a date which will live in infamy after after which the U.S. declares war on Japan. And I just want to jump in here and kind of take some of your thunder. I did a little research for, for today. I only did it for today. I didn't know this. World war, We declared war on Austria-Hungary on the same day in 1917 during World War I. Hmm. Interesting. December 7th, two. We, we declared war twice. It must, it must have been a good day to declare war. I'll tell you what. Yeah. 
So 86 years ago, unfortunately, he has left us. This was a very, very funny man. Flip Wilson. Uh, Charlie Rich, 87 years ago. Geraldine, that's what I'm thinking of. The devil Geraldine. made me do it. The devil made yeah, me do it. Yeah, that's right. Took a minute, but. Oh, but anyways, I'm sorry. 87 years ago, Charlie Rich was born. Oh, I don't I don't. You know, the thing is, is I like Charlie Rich when I was I, I remember being a kid, you know, when you're in that uh, adolescent stage, when you're you fall in love with the first girl that ever looks, you know, looks at you a second time. Yeah. It inspired me to sing love songs. <laughs> but, but anyways, Charlie Rich, we lost him in 1995. But uh, can I can I add another one? Yeah. I find this very interesting. These, today, in 1963, December 7th, Instant Replay made its debut during the Army-Navy football game in Philadelphia, PA. Huh. How, about, how about that? I could do that again if you like. That would be uh, the Instant but, Replay. But that's not looking uh, That's not looking into the future. Oh, yeah. Because you're looking at today's agenda. I'll have oh, to yeah. ask you out here where you got that list. I'll tell you. By the way. Okay. Well, okay. in that case, in that case, I guess you don't want to know that in 1923, Ted Knight, 1947, Johnny Bench, and in 1956, Larry Bird were all born. They all share the same birthday. Yeah. On uh, 9 December, 91 years ago, Dick Van Patten was born. He left us in 2015. Uh, Dick Van Dyke. Who's still alive? Yes, he is very much so. Ninety-four years old. By the way, I saw I saw the new uh, Mary Poppins movie a while back. Now, in the original, he played not only uh, whatever the hell the, the the chimney sweep's name was, but he played the old man at the bank. Mm-hmm. This time around, he played that old man's son. And he did a song and dance routine, 94, 93 years old at the time. 92, whatever. I'm t- tell you what, he's fantastic. Even at, He's got a wife that's about 40 years, 50 years younger than him. Oh, to be Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's see. Who else can we go to here? Uh, she would have been 105 years, 105 years old if she hadn't left us in 1996. But Dorothy L'Amour was born on 10 December. She was, uh, she got famous in those road movies with, with uh, Hope and Crosby. Mm-hmm. You know, Hope and Crosby, the only movies they ever did were the road movies. They never did anything right. outside of them. Yeah, I, re- I remember that. The road to, what was it? Uh, the road to Morocco. The road to... Uh, the road to ah. actually knowing the movies. The road to uh, <laughs> the road to the past. Looking ahead. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, okay. Going back now, two hundred years ago, on the fourteenth, Alabama becomes the twenty-second United or U.S. state. And we still haven't gotten over it. Yeah, no kidding. They haven't gotten over themselves either. But that's neither here nor there. And last but not least, 220 years ago, on 14 December, 
the first president of the United States, George Washington, passed away. He was born back in 1732. Yeah, he was. You had you had to be first, born in 1732 to be as old as he was. Yeah. Stop and think about that for a second. Yeah, exactly. 220 years ago, though, he left us. And that'll do it. No, it won't. You missed you miss a beautiful one. 1925, Sammy Davis Jr. was born. Today? No, December 8th. December 8th? December 8th. Did I miss that one? You missed a lot. Because I found the I found the mother load of information. Uh, there, there's just all sorts of stuff in here that you're just gonna you're, you're gonna go crazy cuckoo over. Uh, well, you have to tell me where you're getting it from because I, maybe I'm you, maybe I'm just not looking in the right place. I can't tell you on air. Terry Hatcher. Terry Hatcher. She the act, uh, was the actress. The actress from Lois and Clark, and one of the most famous lines, and one of the most famous lines on Seinfeld ever. They're not only real; they're spectacular. (laughs) Oh, and and I didn't prepare a song. I didn't prepare a song, by the way, for this segment this week. Uh, And I don't think we need you. Do you? No, I'm I'm just uh, looking through some other things here, and uh, uh, just to oh, you're gonna love this when I when I send it your way. You're gonna say, Ed, this was exactly the kind of new circuit board that the Wayback Machine needed, and the Wayback Machine was fine, but we're gonna uh, we're gonna make it that much better because you folks deserve it. Uh, I'm looking for one more thing here. Because I love being a part of this. Uh, with the... Uh, oh, we're going to leave it be right now. I will say this. In 1021, Wang Anshi, a Chinese economic, economist, was born. Well, he died. now you got your Wang, so I'm he, happy for you. He died Ladies in and gentlemen, the new host of... <laughs> no. <laughs> it is now Professor Van Ness's no, no, way no, back. No. Machine. No, this will be. <laughs> oh man. <sighs> what can I say? Don't mess with me. There you go. <laughs> well, we we did a little work on the Wayback Machine this week, and, and we're tinkering with it, and and we're gonna believe me, it's not going anywhere. It's still sputtering like a '67 Harley Davidson, but uh... <laughs> it's gonna stick around. It's gonna stick around. Uh, so let's talk a little about. Oh, I don't know. What do you want to talk about, John? What do I want to talk about? Let's just get this pain over with. With uh, let's stop for a second. What 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 did you do last week? What did I do when, last when, week? When you were doing your picks, and you said, "What was it you said about the Dolphins? This is over. The shine is off of I, it." I yeah, the shine is done worn off the penny or some damn thing like that. Well, not only did they cover, they won outright. Yeah, actually rather impressive too, if I'm not mistaken. And guess who didn't get to see one second of the game? Oh, you didn't, huh? I I you didn't got get to see it. Huh? 
No, I got up to the hotel. My plan was to get up to the hotel in plenty of time that I could watch it online because I wasn't expecting to work. And then everything kind of blew up. Uh, so I didn't have the opportunity to watch it. Don't get me wrong. I was thrilled. Thrilled. Uh, what do you say, John? You ready to you ready to get this over with? I'm ready. I'm sure. ready. Want to get a towel or something? Or? No, no. As in the, as like in the, you said earlier, it was a speed bump. Rather nasty speed bump. I ripped off the damn muffler on it. <laughs> you but, did. Uh, you did. You, uh, you really, really. It's time for John and Ed versus the spread. Your weekly foray into the exciting world of pigskin prognostication. Each week, John, fourth and long, Shannon and I will each choose three professional football games and select winners using the point spread. At the end of the season, the winner will claim possession of the Radio TFI Gilchrist Ceremonial Sippy Cup. Each of us will be able to swap out one game each week for any reason, as long as it is done before the live show ends. Ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, it's... John and Ed versus the spread. I beat you to it. You're not supposed to say nothing there. So, by the and way, I didn't, and you didn't, and we're very happy about it. Uh, by the way, uh, I, I need to redo this. Each week, John Owen, three Shannon, and I. I hate you. <laughs> see how see how easily it comes out now when you really it really made it. It's, it's very natural. Very natural at that point. Very, very. So, last week, your your boy Uncle Ed here, I had a fantastic week, actually. My personal picks, I was 12-4. and four. I had a very good week. My record currently stands at one, 110 wins, 90 losses, for a winning percentage of 550. Now, well, what last, does this say? I, I got to interject this. What do, what, what do we say? Uh, the sun shines on a dog's ass now and then. Yeah. A, a broken clock is uh, correct twice a day. Right, right. A blind dog finds a bone every now and again. Yes. So congratulations. You did well, sir. Here's my virtual pat on the head. <laughs> so. So. Oh, I see what I did wrong. Uh, so last you week, seen what you've done wrong? <laughs> no, I was doing something. I'm doing something else while I'm doing this, and I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing. Uh, so anyway, so last week we uh, we picked. I picked. Well, I went three and zero. I went undefeated. Oh, Mister uh, Shannon, Mister Shannon lost on all his his sure bets. Kansas City disappointed him. Because uh, he went against them. He went against Kansas City. Minnesota. Didn't qu- lost outright. Lost outright. Even with the points, it didn't matter. And then, of course, there was the Philadelphia Eagles visiting Los Dolphins. And, John, what can I say? You picked the wrong week to jump off that bandwagon. How do you feel? 
I, I lost you. I have, I've got no audio from John right now. So, uh, I'm sorry. I, I forgot to take the mute button off while I was coughing. Okay. All right, John. So anyway, so you, uh, you had a rough week last week. We're going to see now if we can repeat last week's results, I will actually pull ahead of you. Currently, John is 25 and 17. I am 23 and 19. As we head down the uh, the, the the home stretch here. Mm-hmm. Mr. Shannon, who's your first pick this week? My first pick this week. Hey, just because you fall off your bike, you have to you have to be able to get back on, dust yourself off, get back on, start riding again. And so the Miami Dolphins, who, you. you know, like we say, <laughs> like like you say, or, you know, hey, sunshine's on a dog's ass now and again. They, they won their third game of the season. Congratulations, Dolphins. But they're going into New York where they're playing the Jets. Actually, they're going into New Jersey, but that's another story for another time. Uh, the Jets are seven and a half point favorites. I'm taking the Jets, giving really? up seven and a half. Well, yes. Well, 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 well. <laughs> My first pick is one I normally don't do because I just feel there's too much emotion involved here. And I anticipated, actually, I expected you to take the Dolphins. I am taking my my beloved Dolphins. I am taking those seven and a half points. And, and in addition, I'm going to rub your nose in it. Mr. Shannon, who's your number two pick? My number two pick is involves the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, why wouldn't surprise, it? Surprise, surprise. Oh, but anyways... They go into New England. The Patriots are three and a half point favorite. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Kansas City looked pretty impressive last week against uh, the Oakland, soon to be Las Vegas Raiders. The uh, Raiders. But, but I, I'm sorry. You got to go with the Patriots on this. So, giving up three and a half, I'm taking the Patriots. I got to tell you what, I was surprised when I saw that line. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be, <laughs> excuse me, I thought it would be six and a half, seven. I thought it would be up I close to do, a actually. touchdown. And so, I, 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 I'm, I'm not taking it for for this, but in my personal picks, I am. I'm also taking New England, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm concerned about it. I'm really concerned. I just don't know that. I don't think New England's going to run away with this one. So. Well, obviously, Danny Sheridan didn't think so either. No, no. And most of the points, uh, the odds makers did not either. Moving on. Now, in order to uh, to try to play catch up here, I, 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 I'm sticking my legs out in places they shouldn't be. I'm taking, I'm taking the two biggest dogs on the, on, the, on the board this week. We'll start with the uh, Motor City Kitties. Visiting the Purple People Eaters. That's right, kids and kittens. The Detroit Lions are 13-point underdogs versus the Vikings. I am taking the the Lions. I'm taking those 13 points. John? Well, funny you should mention that. <laughs> so, Go ahead. Go ahead. yes, my Minnesota Vikings are a 13-point favorite. 
If I was a professional odds maker, I would say closer to 17 points. The, the Lions are completely depleted, uh, knowing what I know. Now, granted, I will say this. Uh, it's still doubtful whether or not uh, star receiver uh, um, Adam Thielen will be playing in this game. And you he's been out for like three weeks now, and you'd be surprised how much of a difference he actually makes on that field. Uh, so, uh, but yes, I'm going to take the Vikings giving up right. 13 points. And finally, my, my final pick, the biggest dog on the board, and I'm really concerned about this one. Washington visits the frozen uh, frozen tundra of Lambeau Field to get today. Washington is a 14-and-a-half-point underdog, and I just feel that may not be enough. But that being said, I'm taking Washington. I'm taking the 14-and-a-half points. So let's see. Well, let, this let, one, go ahead. I'm sorry. Just, I'm sorry. I, in this case, I hope you're right because uh, the Vikings, if they want to have any chance at the uh, – Winning the division need to get back even with the Packers. So, well, right. Well, even that's... though it means a point for you, go Redskins. Yeah. Well, there you go. No, I I understand that. I understand that. That's your allegiance lies in Washington beating them outright. So let's recap for the week. Let's start with the with the one game where the one spot we differed. John's taking Kansas City. I'm sorry, he's taking New England over Kansas City, giving up three and a half points up there in Foxborough. While I am taking Washington, as we just discussed, getting 14 and a half points in Green Bay. Now, both of us have opted for the Detroit-Minnesota game. I'm taking the, the Lions and getting 13 points, and Professor Shannon is being kind enough to give me those 13 points. Uh, he's taking Minnesota. Last but not least, my Dolphins visit the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. They are seven-and-a-half-point dogs. I think they're going to take this game, and they beat up on Philadelphia last week. If they could do that to Philadelphia, just imagine what they can do to the Jets. John is taking the Jets. <laughs> this is a division, man. This is, this is going to be a... John's taking the Jets, giving up the seven-and-a-half points. I'm taking the Dolphins. Now... This could really, really, we could wind up dead even next week. That's, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I think we're going to wind up in a dead, dead heat next week. That's me. Well, at least the one thing that we got going for us, we're still in these picks. We're still above 500. Actually, not too, you know, pretty well over 500, yeah. if, you, if you be told. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. we ain't half bad. I still don't think you should uh, use our picks to go play real money with. But, no, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> you know, we, we we jumped a little ahead of that there, but you, no, no. We don't use our own picks to go bet real money on. Are you cuckoo crazy go nuts? <sighs> Do you know that sports betting now is legal? Is legal now in Iowa, as close as Iowa to me now? It's legal in more places than you would expect. The Supreme Court uh, ruling was that that's been over a year now ago that sports betting is legal. I can't wait for it to get up here in Minnesota. You can. No, you can. I can't. Yeah, you can. I, I, Ed, I'll, I'll tell you. You'll bet me? When I, lived out, 
I'll bet you. Yeah, there you go. When I lived out in Vegas, the, that was the only form of gambling I did. I didn't, I didn't play the machines. I didn't, uh, I didn't play as much I, as I enjoy blackjack. I didn't, uh, I didn't let me, play blackjack all that let me, often. Let me wrap this up. We'll talk about this. Okay. All right. Okay. Like we said, don't, don't, don't pick with us. And uh, that's, that's John and Ed versus the spread for this week. Enjoy the games. And come back next week when I revel and dance upon John's deepening grave. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to tell you. Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something real quick before you. Go ahead. Are you, are you, do you consider yourself a competitive type person, personality? Not really. It's just this, huh? I I like to have fun with this stuff. Uh-huh. I'm not I'm not competitive in, you know. This is as much shtick for the for the show as it is anything else. Okay, you know, all right. I just uh, I just wondered. There now you made me pull back the curtain. Yeah. Well, hey, what the hell? So I, I think me... sometimes pulling pulling back the curtain is probably the most enjoyable part of this well, show. Anything that gets pulled on is. So let me tell my, my sports book story. So I was going out to Vegas some years ago on vacation, and it was August. So I, I got the request from my buddy Harry and, and his family. They're all lifetime Dolphin fans. So they all wanted me to put money on the Dolphins for them to win the Super Bowl. This was August, late August. So they all gave me their money. I got out there. I go to the sports book. Uh, one afternoon, and I, I make all the bets. We all put $100 on the Dolphins winning the Super Bowl. They were long shots, way long shots. So as I'm standing there, I, well, I'm sitting in the sports book, and they give you a sheet. You can get a sheet of paper with all the uh, all the bets, everything you want to do. So I'm looking at baseball, and this is 2003, and I'm looking, at, so I look at the Florida Marlins. What, what were their odds? And it was something crazy, something crazy. And I thought to myself, uh, maybe I should put ten bucks on it. I mean, I put a hundred on the Dolphins. Why wouldn't I put ten or twenty on the Dolph on the Marlins? And I opted not to. I should have bet the Marlins. I think it was like two hundred to one or something like that that they were going to win the World Series. That was that was the year they won their second World Series. I pissed away 20 bucks that weekend just on, on nothing. I would have made a ton of dough. I think you were spotted in the Olympic Garden, if, if, if I'm not mistaken there, too. That's probably where you blew that $20. I don't know what that means. The Olympic Garden? Most, almost know. the most famous strip club in Las Vegas. Never been to a strip club in Vegas. Been there five times. Never been to a strip Honestly. Oh, well, kind of the way I look at it anymore is once you've seen two, you've seen them all. <laughs> no, it's if you it took if, a while for that one to sink in, didn't it? <laughs> no, actually, I was trying to think of this one. Uh, remember this one, actually. If you've seen one, you've seen them both. Oh, that's even better. Yes, it is. John, I like that. John, have you not come to realize pretty much everything I say is better? Uh, if you well, we, say so. 
We now have 20 minutes. We have 20 minutes? We have 20 minutes. And I don't okay. know. I don't know what we got for 20 minutes, but. Well, here, allow me. Okay. So do you, uh, you know, you're not much into selfies, are you? I've never seen you post very many selfies. No, no, no. I think that's more of a millennial thing to tell you the truth. I got nobody to take pictures with. I'm not, I'm not happy with the way no. I look in, in pictures. Honestly, I never have been. I never have been neither happy. Am neither am I to tell you the truth. Although I, I do like the before and after pictures every once in a while when I look back from about 10 years ago when I weighed uh, like 317 pounds. And uh, now I, I I look today when I'm down around 250. Uh, so that, that kind of makes me proud from time to time. But uh, apparently there's a new uh, study that reveals selfies, that selfies are linked to mental illness. Really? Yeah. In other words, you got to be crazy well, to do it? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so this is uh, this is from trendings.net. Forgive me. Yes, I'm going to try to do this again. There's a growing trend of taking and posting selfies on social media, and it's becoming impossible to avoid this new culture. This behavior reveals the obsession with one's looks. According to a recent study, it has been discovered that selfies are linked to mental illness, narcissism, and addiction. The research has found the following facts. People take selfies of themselves. What the hell is a selfie if you're not taking a picture of yourself? Yes. To post on social media platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. They do this for their friends to click favorite, like, comment, or heart on pictures. This behavior is associated with narcissism, a condition where you pursue too much gratification on your own appearances and abilities, a.k.a. Donald Trump. The researchers also found that posting many selfies psych psychopathy, or however you pronounce that, but it doesn't mean you're 100% psychopath. The study reveals that you're more, the more you post pictures, the more likely you are to fall into the narcissistic and psychopathy. God, I, how the hell do you even pronounce that? So Spell anyways, it. yes. Spell it. Taking uh, P-S-Y-C-H-O-P-A-T-H-Y. T-H-Y? T-H-Y. It's not a word. I, yeah, well, you know, hey, they're making it up as they go along, I guess. Say hi to Granny Annie again. Hi, Granny Annie again. Hi, Granny Annie again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I guess it doesn't, they can create their own words, and I haven't studied that word yet, obviously. But uh, so, yeah, apparently, uh, apparently, if you take too many selfies, you are you do have some screws loose, uh, if you will. So but you don't like taking selfies. You know, the only time I really take a selfie and this is a, this isn't like group pictures. This isn't where I 
this isn't where I'm talking about putting my arm around Annie and taking a picture or anything like that. This is, this is more, Hey, you're just taking a picture of yourself to say, Hey friends, this is what I look like now or whatever. So. I can, I see the point of a selfie. I, I thought about doing one this past week when I was up in all the snow and, and I'll tell you the truth. It was really pretty up there in the mountains. Mm-hmm. And that's about, uh, if you're in a special place or something unusual is happening, I can see it just to document, okay, I'm here while this is going on or here I yeah. am in the, in the city. But the people that are taking selfies in their own bathroom, I, I don't, I took a selfie last winter, the first snow snowfall, actually the first time I had to clean my car off. <laughs> it was actually my brother's car at the time. But remember, I never owned a car when I lived here in New York the first time. So I never mm-hmm. actually had to clean a car. But I took a selfie of that, me all bundled up in my hat and, and, and all that. Uh, if I'm with a group of people and we happen to want to take a picture, usually I get it. I take it because I'm generally the tallest and I have the longer arms. And, and that's just... I'm the human tripod, if you. Oh no, that's a that takes on a whole nother connotation. Human tripod. Oh and Jesus! That's not really where yeah. I meant to go, but that's another story for another time. Exactly. Actually, it's one story, and it won't take long. You know, it's it's Jesus Christ. Uh you know, it's funny because us doing this show, it's it's hard to get a a feeling for how big. Uh, and I mean of stature, how big you really are. I am six foot two. Six foot two? Yes. Ah, well, you see, the thing is, is if you and I were to stand next to each other. It wouldn't be pretty uh, for you. No, no, because, and as in in my old age here, I've actually shrunk a half inch. Uh, wow. Wow. Tiny yeah. people have it oh. rough. Yeah, well... I'm down to I'm down to five eight now. I got pants taller than that. I'm sure you do. Yeah, but I've never I've never seen a, a head to foot picture of you. It's usually, you know, when you post something, it's usually, uh, uh, you know, it's just a facial or whatever, you know. Right. Well, I don't well, have many. I, I I do have one that I know of. Go ahead. You keep talking. No, I was just, uh, I, I, I've seen some pictures from, you know, when you were taking family shots and it, it, it didn't stand out to me that you were, you know, other than uh, with your sisters, you really didn't stand out as being, you know, that tall, I don't think. Uh, but um, no, oh. I, it, it's hard to picture that. If Yeah, but if Ed and I stood uh, next to each other, yeah, that would, you know, as they say, I'd be embarrassed. Yeah, well, I'm not freakishly tall, you know, it's, you know, but I am, I'm taller than everybody in my immediate family. I have cousins that are taller than me. Uh Uh, My brothers and sisters are not. Uh, My parents are not of any, we're not of height. It turns out my, I have a great grandfather who was, what they tell us, six foot eight. Ooh. And that doesn't explain the cousins on my mother's side, because that was on my father's side. Uh, there was one photo I was looking for here that really, 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 really 
does it, but uh, I'm, I'm definitely shorter than uh, all of uh, my male cousins. Uh, if, if you will, uh, <laughs> God, I, there's, uh, I have, I have female cousins too, that I'm of about the same height as, but, uh, all my male cousins were all, uh, were all taller than me. Uh, and that just, sometimes that's just plain embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we, we had a uh, Christmas party up here in New York a few years ago and mm -hmm. we took a, a photo we did a group photo of all the males and then all the females or vice versa and and then we did a picture with everybody uh well i'm in the very very back row with with uh, two of my cousins and uh my cousin's husband who's jay of the four or five of us back there i was the shortest at six foot two in the back row. Hmm. I was gonna, I was gonna say, yeah, it is, it is an average height. Uh, yeah. Six twos. Yeah, I think you are. That puts you just at about average. It's just a that average is actually six foot or five eleven or six foot. Is it? Is it? Yeah, I'm okay. not. I'm not abnormally tall. By the way, check your phone. Um, I'm not abnormally tall. I'm taller than a lot of people that I deal with on it. The 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 unusual thing that I find is that. It's not that I don't run into people my height or taller. I do all the time. But you can be two, six foot tall and you seem taller to me because I'm looking straight ahead at your eyes as opposed to looking down. If you and I were yeah. standing and talking, John, I have to look down. Uh, I look down mm -hmm. on you on a regular basis, but that's neither here, here nor there. Hey, you don't hey realize now. How that is. <laughs> <laughs> I, by but, the way, I'm, I'm looking at a picture uh of ed with i'm assuming his mechanic down in florida my tire guy angelo angelo is angelo's about five eleven six feet yeah and you still tower about a half head uh, yeah. above him so yeah yeah there you go towering is a is a strong word i mean when i first got my height and it came in i mean it came quickly uh mm -hmm between 18 and 19 I grew oh what was it it was about eight inches over a summer maybe five months uh-huh uh I went from five foot nothing to a skinny gangly you know six foot six foot two in almost no time whatsoever I was still short when I got out of high school it was after high school I was that my height you shot it. Yeah. I shot, boy, did I shoot up in a big way. And mm. uh, it was funny because you'd see, there was one person I ran into who the last time he had seen me, I was my little tiny height. Mm -hmm. And uh, and he used to bust my chops and pick on me and all that. And uh, so now he runs into me. We're at a local neighborhood place. Not a bar, but just a... Hangout. Yeah, he's, Ed, is that you? And I looked down and I said, yeah, it is. As a matter. Boy, you've grown. Yeah, I have. He kind of scurried his way right out the door. And, you know, it, it, does, <laughs> it, it does have its advantages. Uh, one of my favorites, Sometimes. my favorite stories to tell is sitting in a neighborhood bar one night. 
I guess I was about 23 or so. And a, a girl from the neighborhood was sitting next to me. Somebody I, I just, I could, you know, she was not one of my favorite people. I would chat with her, but just not, she didn't really care for me. And I didn't really care for her, you know, but we just happened to be sitting next to each other at the bar. She's talking to some guy or some guy's talking to her. She turns to me. She says, I told this guy you were my boyfriend. I said, okay, now leave me alone. And I went back to my drink and the person I was talking to. So at one point now, I've got to get up and use the men's room. I'm sitting down on a stool. I'm When I'm sitting, my height is very deceptive because it's mostly my legs. Mm-hmm. So the guy comes over to me. Now he's a little little Latino guy. Little I don't know what he was. He, I know he was Spanish. Spanish descent, Latin descent. Mm-hmm. He was five foot nothing if on a good day. I'm paying zero attention to him. Zero. He had come over, I guess, to challenge me for for her. So I stand up. I'm doing the men's room. I'm not thinking about anything else or anybody else. I get out of the chair and I turn around to start walking. He's standing there. And I swear to God, John, the top of his head barely came up to the top of my chest. And he... He was tiny. He was tiny. And he looks up. He looks he looks up and he beat it right out the door. I swear to God. The door to the bar happened to be right there. And I just went to the bathroom and came back and she's Oh, thanks for getting room. I was I didn't do anything but get up. I said, I just (laughs) stood up. That's all I did. And believe me, it had nothing to do with you. And I fell for the poor guy because he thought I was gonna come rain high holy hell on him. No. Yeah, uh, you're 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 not fooling me, Ed. You probably got up, stretched to take you know, no. stretch to that full height potential. And I've uh, done that. I've done it, but I didn't do it that time. I did not do it that. T- but I got you, suckered. I got suckered one time. I'm going to tell you another story. So a friend of mine, I won't mention his name. He was into some, let's say, shady dealings. Okay, mm-hmm. he had just. Anyway, he says, come on, let's take a walk. And we were tight. We were. He says, I, I need to go to this store. We get there. He says, just wait outside. Okay. I don't know what's going on. I don't care. It's a nice sunny day. So he comes out. We go about our business. And he tells me a couple of years later. He he mentions to me, I don't, he, was starting to, uh, he, he was starting to try to be a bookie. Okay. I didn't know mm-hmm. it at the time. He says, Oh yeah. Remember when we went to that donut shop and I had you wait outside? I said, yeah. He says, I told the guy you were going to come in and, and trash his shop. <laughs> I said, see the big guy out there. He's going to come in here and, and make you pay. Of course, I had no idea he's doing this. No clue whatsoever. Jeez. Now you want to hear something depressing. Sure. Why wouldn't I? Yeah. I was in 1974. That was the year my mother passed away. But at that point in time, uh, I was like five five at the time. I was actually the same height as my mother. Okay. You realize that since 1974, I have grown three whole inches. I don't know 1974. I was one of the tallest kids in my class. Yeah, how'd that work out for you? Yeah, not very well. 
1974, I was I was 15. Uh huh. Oh goodness, I was if I was five foot three, five foot two, because my mother mm-hmm. was five foot nothing. Mm-hmm. Maybe five one. Again, if she had her hair done right. Uh, and I don't think I was any taller than she was at the time in 1974. Mm-hmm. That of course changed down the line, but you know, mm-hmm. cause some of us were, were blessed with, with the knowledge of Gil Christ, which raised us closer to, to Gil and, and his extended family praise him. I feel like I need to go out here on a little, uh, what I a little better note, I guess here. That would be fun. Now, what's that? I'd say good do your thing. You got a couple of minutes. Okay. So apparently now there's a town in uh, Massachusetts, close to close to Boston, I'm assuming, uh, who has a uh, a program. The the name of the town is Lynn L Y N N. Sure. Uh, yeah. Apparently, uh, uh, this town has figured out a way to end homelessness for our uh, our nation's uh, veterans. Uh, they have set up a situation there uh, where they have helped him find his find an apartment. They've paid his deposit. They've paid a few months in rent, and this uh, this gentleman uh, is actually now. Uh, on you know in, uh, on his own here and and successful and uh this sir this uh it says here that the city of lynn is now the first commonwealth in massachusetts to end homelessness amongst veterans which means the city has provided services and housing for all identified homeless veterans um it's it has a registry that it it has a way of tracking uh, homeless vets and they uh, and they have a policy that states that all homeless veterans must be housed within 30 days. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, this individual, his name is David, uh, is one of 90 uh, vets who have been placed. Uh, you know, uh, just a quick thought on that. I love the people who. Uh, post memes or make statements on social media that before uh, before we worry about taking care of refugees and what have you, that we should make sure that uh, all all of our vets, all of our homeless veterans are taken care of. I actually totally agree with you on that, except for one thing. Uh, if people were truly that... Uh, concerned about homeless vets back uh back before uh immigration and what have you became an issue and having to uh, help out refugees uh i'd be all on board with you on that but you know the thing is is nobody gave a damn about homeless veterans 20 or 30 years ago and i guess that's my signal here but i better shut up and say (laughs) i'm john shannon Adios. See ya. I'm begging you, baby, won't you please stop? You talk too much.